Yo, what's good, everyone? Thank you for stepping into the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined today by Coach Murph, Coach Pace, and Coach Natty T. We got some good stuff for y'all tonight. We are going to talk a little bit about NBA All-Star. You know, we're going, to, we're going to start the show off with that. The starters were released for the East and West, and as always, there's some debate. People not happy with, some of, with a couple of the names on the list. Uh, so we'll get into that. And then, of course, you know, we got to talk about the NFL playoffs, the craziness that we experienced last weekend and what we have looking forward to um, this weekend. So we're going to go with the all star. So I'm going to go. We'll go with the East first. We're going to start with the East. So um, we have Kevin Durant. Greek Freak. Joel Embiid and B. Trey Young and DeMar DeRozan. So we're going to start with those five. Is there anyone that you think did not deserve a starting spot in the East? All right. Uh, I mean, it, it was it, – it, it's kind of t- – the only thing I really have to say, and it, it pretty much goes to both sides, is that, I mean, we pretty much play positionless – basketball as is so I think they need to be more lax on the positions they allow in because there's just some players that just got out like one of the big ones and this is out west is Wiggins but also even here in the Easter conference with Trey I feel like there could have been some other player that wasn't a guard that should have got in in his case um, and then also their fan votes is too op <laughs> it's just too op because there's like i understand he's having a he's having a solid season but they it allows players like you know uh darius garland to get overlooked or a uh devin booker to get overlooked because even though he's a big star and then like I mean, Arizona isn't a small market team per se, but like you have, it's not Atlanta. Cleveland is nowhere close to any of them. And then the fact that he's not in it as well as they're doing, or mm-hmm. as a starter, as well as they're doing in his city. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like you, Trey Young has to bite the bullet on that one. So I think he, he got snubbed um, in the East. I mean, there's, it could go. Uh, my biggest thing is just the Suns not having a starter, um, at all uh, in the in the West. I just find that odd to be, you know, one of the better teams out West to not have CP3 or Devin Booker, because they're not. I mean, they're like stars. <laughs> they're stars. It's not like the Miami Heat that's a really good team, but they're pretty much a win by committee team because with the injuries and then also you might have a night where Jimmy Butler goes off or you got Bam, you got Tyler Hero. I mean, shoot. I mean, they do whatever they want. They had Omari or Omar in there when Bam was out and he was getting buckets. Mm-hmm. So like that just like teams like that, it's like, all right, well, you are just a win by committee team. But um, I think Trey Young should have uh, – he shouldn't have been a starter. I mean, you could even make an argument out in the West 
I think the West is my biggest break because like my biggest gripe because Wiggins, Wiggins, <laughs> the, the the yeah the third fourth best player on the Warriors now that Clay is back <laughs> in the being the starter over Devin Booker <laughs> over Luca mm. over CP three like that's stuff like that doesn't make sense to me. Hell, even Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I mean, the man is averaging 15 boards. <laughs> and Andrew Wiggins get in over So, I don't get it, man. It, it, it's the fans. I don't even know where the fans for Andrew Wiggins is coming from. Damn. We should start it with the West. Or Korea. <laughs> Actually, Korea. They're coming from Korea. Is the that whole, where? The whole K-pop thing. So, like, there was an article uh, that was released. Uh, where an artist that was a, kind of a global ambassador for the Warriors put up on his social media about voting Wiggins into the All-Star game. And this dude has millions of followers. So all of a sudden now he's like third in voting, you know, for out of all players. It's the Zaza Pachula thing years ago <laughs> when, he was, when he was like top five in voting. And also, I mean, we already know that Clay might make the all-star game and he only played like 12 games or up to that point we'll play like 12 games so somebody is going to get robbed that has been playing well all season just because who clay is yeah yeah what you think coach base um i don't really i don't really have an issue per se it's just I would rather see like Garland or like Lamelo start, mm. just for ratings. I mean, I guess because I mean Lamelo for me is like Showtime. Yeah, you know, so I will put him in there. Um, and they're seventh in the West. I mean, the East. So everybody knows Lamelo be doing his thing. So I would I would put one of those two in there. Um, but outside of that, I mean, everything is. Pretty like self-explanatory. I mean, I would still, I would rather have James Harden honestly than Trey Young. How did I right. think about it? But that's yeah. neither here nor there. I ain't about to. Trae He's Young, been the one consistent piece for the net. Yeah, yeah. So I would rather, I would rather have him or Lamelo or Darius Garland. Yeah, but that, like that's what I'm saying. Like it makes sense why Trey is in there because of the the waiting or the you know the voting scale he just to me he just shouldn't be a starter mm. because, because of those things like I mean like you said LaMelo he's showtime they're uh you know a seated team and you could argue that you know LaMelo is having a better season I mean we talked about it a couple weeks ago where I said that he should be in MVP conversation and now he's going to make the the all-star team like he's going he's that big of a player but he should have been over he should have got that nod over trey hell zach levine should have got the the nod over trey but i know how they are about you know putting multiple players from one team in there then i mean also when it comes to fan voting you're asking a lot of bulls fans to pick like okay well, technically, because Demar he wouldn't be a part of their guards, but like 
some people are just like, okay, I don't want to pick two Bulls players. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, like I, I was like, okay, I like Trey Young personally. Like oh, I yeah, love watching sure. him. I think he's dope. Does he deserve to be on the All Star team? Sure. But I'm looking like you're 12th in the East. Like you're the leader of a team that is at the bottom of the weaker of the two conferences in the NBA. You don't even have an above 500 record. You are 22 and 25. And that gets you a starting role in the all-star game. And let's look at the teams that are ahead. So, so in front of that, we would go Knicks, Wizards, Raptors, Celtics, Hornets, Bucks, 76ers, Nets, Cavs, Bulls, and Heat. From least the greatest there. All above Trey Young's Hawks. Cavs, number three. Cavs, number three. One starter. That one. I, I, I don't understand. Like, it, I mean, you, you brought up a good point. It is in Cleveland, too. Still can't get a vote. Like, and I... It, Hey, throw Fred Van Fleet in there too. Like it, yeah. It's just a, a number of people that you. I'm looking like there's no Celtics on there. Like, okay, um, you know, Embiid and Giannis, I'm good, good with. Um, yeah, it, the the tough part about it is that because <clears throat> there, when you think about the team, or you think about the selection that they have, and there's. I'm, there's no really complaints about anybody but Trey Young. Like Demar, he belongs there. Embiid, he belongs there. <laughs> Giannis, Durant, they belong there. So, but like teams like the Celtics, and this is why I say about the positionless basketball. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown aren't guards. And there's no guard on the Celtics that's worth really being or replacing Trey on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. But Darius Garland is for the Cavs or mm-hmm. LaMelo Ball for the Hornets. But and then, like you said, Fred Van Vliet for the Raptors. But that's pretty much it. You know, every like all the other teams, they're pretty much like, you know, Ford, big, dominant. They don't have like that standout because, you know, Ben Simmons don't want to play basketball anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just was, hell, you should have just put in RJ Barrett just because, because they're the better team. He's been, he's been doing good this back, this back stretch. He's really, he's not an all star star. I would have been shocked even more shocked with that, but yeah, Trey is, uh, not, not this, not this year, not as a starter. And I think people are getting, um, mesmerized by the numbers because statistically he's having a good season. Mm. He's 27.7 points a game, about four rebounds, a little over nine assists. Um, those are, all career highs, the rebounds ties uh, his career, um, his career average, but those are career highs for him together, all those stats together for a season. I think people are, are slowly looking at that and not at the 
you know, the progress of this team. Cause it's like, your team is moving in the wrong direction <laughs> like really right now in a week conference. But we'll see. And, um, so coach Natty T, what do you think about the Eastern conference? You have any, any beef with any of the picks in the East? Uh, I mean, I guess Trey Young, I mean, I'm okay with him being an all-star, but a starter, yeah. Um, I think he probably honestly, I would have put the, the Chicago backcourt. Um uh, Levine. Yeah, yeah I would have done Levine and um and DeRozan. I just think, you know, they've been they've been playing great. I know Levine's hurt, but you know, Durant's hurt. So you can body as a starter, even though they're not, you know, healthy right now. Mm-hmm. Um so that that's who I would have picked, but you know, obviously Giannis, um, you know, KD. I mean, those are obvious picks. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with the rest of that. And then um, with the Wiggins one, <laughs> I mean, I, I get it with the whole K-pop thing, whatever. But I think that's kind of the it's kind of a weird place for the nba because again like that the all-star game is about the fans and you know them being able to watch you know their favorite players play quote unquote but this is sometimes where it can get out of hand because all it takes is you know one person to have a great marketing campaign and then next you know they're a starter in reality they're probably maybe an all-star but maybe not a starter so that's my thoughts on it yeah, I I wouldn't have any problem with him being on the, on the team in general. But yeah, I I'm I'm really shocked. I knew that it was going to be an interesting year because some of the the uh, players that you we usually see aren't having as good of a season or they're not healthy. So you know, I think about Dame and CJ. You know, usually they're like, okay, they're going to get into an All Star game role, at, you know, somewhere. Uh, you know, so Portland's tenth in the West. They haven't been really been healthy most of the year, so that took them out. Uh, Anthony Davis ha- has had his his health issues once again. He's out Man, tonight. He, with, he just had issues. Issues. It wasn't, it wasn't his health. He had <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Minnesota. It's hard for popularity in Minnesota. I mean, Anthony Edwards is is ridiculous. Like that, the game, the Warriors. Wolves game, you know, last night that was that was pretty fun to watch because, I mean, the Wolves are they look better as a team than they have been the last couple of years. But enough to get a starter in the All Star game. No, when you look at the Clippers, you're talking about Kawhi and PG thirteen. They haven't been playing, so those are two guys that are usually in there. Um, so a lot of people were, you know, Jamal Murray is out. So really, it was Luca maybe if you were to put that in there? Donovan Mitchell's been out. A little bit too so people are like okay not him very happy for john morant because he's been hooping this year for him to get a starting like starting oh, that that was huge yeah so i'm with you all like if i'm number one in my conference i need to at least have one player as a starter <laughs> in the all-star game and that, so. that's a fact that's a fact <laughs> like the fact that you couldn't double up in the East and get Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan in, but you could get Andrew Wiggins and Steph Curry in the West is yeah. nuts. Nuts. That's nuts. nuts. 
And then, like, I, I heard this one, um, another podcast called Through the Wires with uh, Kenny, Pierre, Mike, and Derek. And I believe it was Kenny. He mentioned he's, I believe it was him, but he said that what they should do is change the all-star voting in terms of making it, you know, 33, 33, 33, and then leaving the 1% to Adam Silver to prevent stuff like this. And I believe they're going to change it after this year. And like, just imagine Andrew Wiggins being so happy about being an all-star starter. I hope in his mental, like in reality, he's just like, I know I shouldn't be here. I hope he thinks that in his mind, because just imagine being the guy that they change a whole rule over because you got in. Because <laughs> like, nobody, nobody's going to think like, oh, they made this because Trey Young made it as the 12th. So you like, no, Andrew, it's you. <laughs> You're having a great season. Don't get me wrong, but you're not a, a not an all star starter, not in the West, not in the East. <laughs> and the thing about it is, like, I'm I'm happy for his progress as a player because I think that goes to show that when you have a coaching unit that develops players well, you start to see the potential come out of people. Mm-hmm. And, and so him with the Wolves, that was not a good match those coaches could not develop him. And then he goes to the Warriors and he's blossoming. So like, it, we're not trying to take a shot at Andrew Wiggins as a, as a ball player. Cause he's, he's hoping just not someone that comes to mind. We're talking about all-star starter on behalf Wait, of the Cubs. Where did he start? He didn't start with the Timberwolves, did he? Yeah. He was part of the Kevin Love uh, trade. Oh, okay. right? oh yeah, 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 yeah. From the draft. Okay. Yeah. All right. LeBron wanted to get rid of him. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, LeBron, he was in win now mode, and he was at that time Wiggins wasn't ready to really do step into that role. So he wasn't ready when Jimmy Butler got there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I if I had to pick one person, I I probably would have I would pick Carl Anthony Towns just because I mean his numbers are there and Listen, they're, I think there's seven or number eight in the West right now. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's good enough to be an all star starter. I mean, I know he doesn't have, to your point, like, you know, he's not as popular because he's in Minnesota, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's been playing, well. he's, he's their best player and he's been the reason why they're in that seven, eight spot. So, and of course, you have LeBron, the Joker. Curry and John Morant or the other one. So, yeah, yeah. So, Would you put Cat in over though? Because to me, put him. Well, you put him over. I, I would put him over Wiggins because he's a, he's a front court player. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's how they. That's another reason why it's yeah. kind of because okay. they do back court and front court. It's not necessarily like by position. So, yeah. technically, like like Luca, Luca's technically a back court player. So, even though, you know, I, I don't know, but D book, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Devin Booker. I mean, even I mean, even Chris Paul. If you wanted to put him in there too, I mean, they're like I said, they have the best record in the league. They've had two what ten plus game win streaks this season. I mean, that's crazy. No, no, I'm sorry, sorry. I mean, <laughs> it's like what else have we got to do to get? Yeah. 
No, but that's that's what I was saying with with the fan vote. I think you know, obviously, it's All Star Weekend is about the fans, but then at the same time, like when you have situations like this, it kind of like waters it down a little bit. Listen, I'm an NBA fan, but I'm not trying to see Andrew Wiggins with the starters. Right. <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't mind if he was, uh, like, if he was an all-star, like, okay, like, you know, the Warriors have played well. He's played better. So, okay. If you want to put him in as a reserve, like, okay. No, uh, like, he, like that, he's literally the troll pick. Like, we just, the NBA just got trolled. Because even if he, like, I'm okay with him being an all-star. I'm okay yeah. with and, but everybody knows if the all-star list is exactly how I'm imagining it, if he was a reserve, he would be the last pick. Well, yeah. And everybody knows he's going to be the last pick, which isn't a great, but it's <laughs> like the fact that you will be the last pick on the reserves shows that you're not a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, but Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the reserves. And once the reserves release, we'll definitely do our take uh, on those picks as well. So, but. We should do a draft of our own. Draft of, yeah, we're going to have to do it. We might, at this rate, we might have to do a draft of our own. Um, just put in teams of like two or something like that. And just, mm-hmm. I think that yeah. would be a dope little episode. That would, that would. I say, let's do it. We'll do it. You know, um, I just wanted to say that as a as a fan of the NFL, and I've been watching ever since I was old enough to remember. This past weekend is one of the best weekends of NFL football I've ever seen in my lifetime, in my 35 years of life. So every game, every game hit, every game hit. Like it was down to the last minute of every game. Um so I thought it, we would be remiss if we l- skipped over that to just talk about the championship matchups this weekend. So I just kind of want to get your thoughts, some of your reflections from last weekend's games. I'll, I'll go first real quick. Oh, I was about to go crazy. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead. Go, ahead. go real quick. Number one, Josh Allen, fantastic. I said hey. last week I'd take the Chiefs to win, but – you know, he played absolutely phenomenal. Um, he did something that I haven't seen him do all season, which is play good games back to back. So, again, for those that's listening, I'm doing a little, I'm doing a clap. Fantastic. Um, I think going forward for him is consistency because we can't have the six point Jacksonville game and then you have the Patriots game all in the same year. Can't have that. You see some consistency. So, Because the the ironic thing is bringing up that Jacksonville game. If he can score a touchdown in that game, that game last week is in Buffalo, not in Kansas City. Like, that's how tight the margins are. So, going forward, more consistency, but I I have nothing to say about Josh. Nothing bad to say about Josh. That that first game against the Patriots. Well, the weather's conditions was nuts, though. But he can, yeah. right? He can still. But, but the thing is, though, from to me, the first playoff, the wild card weekend against the Patriots, those conditions were worse. It was colder, mm-hmm. and the wind was even 
you know, was blowing even harder than it was in that other Patriots game. And then he has a game like that. Mm -hmm. So to me, it was just like, well, who are you? Like, I don't (laughs) like what is going on here? So and for me, I I think last week's game against the Chiefs, that was the most impressive game, the best game I've ever seen him play, even above the Patriots game, just because of the the pressure situation that was going on. Because the the Patriots game in the wildcard weekend, I mean, that game was over in the second quarter. And I mean, by that time, I mean, it was just like a practice game. <laughs> it was a training session at that point. Like, so there's just no pressure. So it was impressive, but still, um, you know, wow. But number one takeaway there. Number two, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I'm doing Goodness gracious. Because, you know, uh, <laughs> it's it's very disappointing because it's like dude in years past it's been oh you know his defense let him down well Aaron they only let up 13 points <laughs> okay then it was well you know I, I've never been able to play a home game you know in the playoffs or have home field advantage you had it last year and you had it this year. Oh, well, you know, the conditions. They were talking about it during the, the, the game. They're like, well, you know, Aaron loves playing in the cold. If you look at his numbers, he actually plays better. And he prefers to play in the cold because he feels like everybody else is moving slower because he knows where to go. So, Aaron, <laughs> what, like, what, what excuse you got now? Um, he got yeah, beat by a team that didn't score an offensive touchdown. Didn't score an <laughs> offensive touchdown. I mean, that – yeah. I I don't want to say he's overrated. I just – I think he's – he's – I mean, he's, he's just underachieved, period. You can't be that good and be that bad when, you know, in clutch situations when they really, really need you. So what is your response to people that said the special teams is what let the Packers down and they kind of absolved Aaron Rodgers from blame for that, for that game? What is your response? So my response is, did those, did anybody watch the game Sunday night between the Bills and the Chiefs? You see how bad Patrick Mahomes defense was? (laughs) Granted, Tyron Matthew was out, but Patrick Mahomes was still able to drive team down the field with 15 seconds left and just march all up and down the number one ranked pass defense and overall defense in the league. Still put up, what, 43 points? And the defense is horrid. Yes. Aaron, a lot of people say that you're better than Patrick. I don't think so at this point. Or, you know, obviously his career – has been cemented at this point. He's one of the greatest throws of football we've ever seen. You should be able to do that too. That's my response to that. I don't care about special teams giving up one touchdown. And we discussed this last week where we were just like, we don't care what the defense does or anything. Like you just have, no matter what happens, you have to overcome whatever, you know, barriers you come across because you started all the BS at the beginning of the season. So now it's time to put up or shut up, and you you put up 10 points. 
as as um as uh for, for speak for yourself as marcel is what he likes to say and i love it when he says this because it's i think it's classic he's like you can't call for attention and then hang up when he answers that's true i'm like aaron that's pretty much you <laughs> in a nutshell so yeah that that was just absolutely atrocious and disappointing so I mean, he still probably may have another year or two left. Obviously, there's rumors of him, you know, you know, we'll see what ends up with that. But right now, yeah, bro, your legacy is taking a hit because you're a great regular season quarterback, but in the postseason, yeah. Um, Ryan Tannehill sucks. <laughs> Joe Burrow's a beast. <laughs> Joe Shiesty. Put some respect on his name. It's Joe Shiesty. Who's Shiesty? Joe Shiesty, you know, so uh, that that's my takeaways from last week. But it was, as you said, Coach JP3, I'm, you know, 33, going to be 34 in two weeks. The best, you know, playoff weekend in totality I've ever seen. So that was fantastic. We're dropping a tell-all book while everybody feel the need to say their ages. Man. I mean, well, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> just, to, just to put it in full context of how much years you've been watching football. Yeah, man, say, I've just never seen anything like that. Uh, almost in my 26 years of living. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen a lineup like this either. So I, I'm going to just start off with the Packers, man. Trade Aaron Rodgers. Either he's retiring or trading. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I don't care how good you are at this point. You're just a, a cancer to the team. Nobody believes in you anymore. Like, I know you can get us there, but you can't get us there, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So at this point, I'm just like, you know what? Let's see what value we can get out of him, and let's just start this rebuild. The, the biggest thing is you just have to solidify that you can keep Devontae Adams. And then outside of that, I mean, the team is good. You just have to hope that Jordan Love is – decent enough to you know string together some good season and some good seasons until that true QB comes or maybe he progresses as they expect him to but Aaron Rodgers has to go like this isn't this is completely different from the Brett Favre when it's like I may retire I may not retire so on and so forth it's like no you're just being an a-hole <laughs> and then just coming back every year and then be like oh yeah I shut them up because they thought I was done and then you get beat plus what makes it look even worse is all I can play in my head is the night he got drafted and do y'all remember what he said when they asked him about the 49ers and them not drafting him mm, what do you say he said that not they said do you feel bad about that and he said not as bad as they're going to be for not picking me. Oh, and he lost to four and he's 0 and 4 against the 49ers in his career. That's hilarious. I forgot all about that. The only one up is I believe he's he got a ring since he's been in the league and they haven't. But outside of that like now you just kind of and everybody is skeptical about the way he got his ring because of the injuries and stuff that happened against his opponents and the people he got to be. It's not really 
impressive. Like when you think of Super Bowl runs, I always overlook and like sometimes I forget that Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl champion because I'm just like, what kind of route did you go through? Like it wasn't impressive. It's just like, oh, you won the Super Bowl. So Troy Palomalo pulled hamstring. Yeah. That Super Bowl made a big difference. Mm -hmm. So and I forgot what team he played, but like there was a I think it was was it the Vikings that where the quarterback got injured and the backup had to play? No, the Bears. The Bears. 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 Jay was on the bike, man, over there. (laughs) So I'm just like, all right, Aaron Rodgers, like, okay. So I'm I'm trading him. Like, yes, he his his name is solidified in the talent he has, but when we're talking about, I think he's going to start transitioning into that player that is a great player that just can't win. And it just looks bad being in within the same era of Tom Brady, even though he's on, you know, uh, he's in his own lane with the amount of Super Bowl wins he has, but it still kind of makes everyone else, it makes everyone else look less impressive and him even more so because of the talent he has. Mm-hmm. Question for me, real quick. Yeah. Where do you think he should go or trade him to? Because, I, you know, they keep hearing, you know, Denver, Pittsburgh. But I'm like, you really going to go to the AFC with those quarterbacks? Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just stay um, in Green Bay, especially with Tom Brady retiring. I mean. If we're talking legacy, go to Denver. Go to Denver. Go ahead and face that top talent and shut people up. And then plus – of course, we still won't care until it happens in the playoffs. But if you, you know, facing those teams twice a year, um, minimum, and you're beating up on them too, to let them know, like, no, nah, I'm still the guy. Like, you can't go to a weak division. Like, I tell people that Tom Brady went to a weak division because, like, yeah, the teams are good, but everybody knew they were on the back end. So, literally, all he did was – when the he didn't want to leave the Patriots, so I'm not saying that's the reason why he left, but just like the same reason when people be like, Oh, Brown was running through the east and then he left when it starts to get good. Well, when the you know the Patriots division starts to get good, now Tom Brady goes somewhere where Drew Brees is on his back leg, the Falcons can't get it together, and who so. we'll have a quarterback, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's the same difference you got an easy division to you know make a run so if he goes into one of those better divisions it will be it'll be smart on his end it's either that stay where he is but if i'm the packers i'm trading them or retire jeopardy here i come unless they filled it already who knows um i second your opinion on ryan Tannehill. he sucks Coach Pace knows the most. He was his quarterback in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm loving what the Bengals are doing. I'm loving the culture there. I'm loving the culture there. They're looking like they just look great as a unit. Um, just the way they believe in each other. I feel like Burrow is kind of bringing out this, you know, this confidence out of the players like even just out of the kicker, like th- that's amazing where he's just like, oh, I guess we're going to the AFC championship and then and then go kick a 50 plus yarder and send them on. 
So like stuff like that, I, I'm loving. That Rams Bucks game, I'm not going to lie, it was starting to look a little scripted. Cool. <laughs> it was looking a little scripted. Cool. I'm just saying, I felt like the Rams should have just dog walked them, but of course they can't let Tom Brady go like that. I think he put in a phone call and was just like, "Yo, yeah, I, I may be retiring. I'm not trying to have this be my last game." Because he's like, if he if he gets his butt beat, of course you know, I'm like, nah, I got to come back next year. Let, let, so let's make it a heartfelt all. loss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like make it a heartfelt loss. You know, I, <laughs> Mark. I was, did a video. I was thinking the exact same thing because I was just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> he was like, he was like they, they was on to us. They was on to us. He's like, "But but get this, forty six year old quarterback, 40, 40 point comeback." I like it. <laughs> no, well, what you said is funny. It, it felt like it was scripted because it felt like they tried to be slick too. Because it wasn't like Matthew Stafford threw interceptions. It was like, oh. You know, Cam Akers fumbled, you know, Cooper Cup fumbles. It was like some weird plays. Yeah. It's like y'all tried to be slick. It was like, nah, man, y'all just wanted to make it interesting. <laughs> exactly. Plus, there's probably like some, hey, the first two games were really good. We got to keep, you know, we can't have Brady. Like, I mean, that was probably <laughs> outside of the, I mean, the Sunday's games in general are just were the two biggest games because you got, Allen versus Mahomes, and then you just got the Bucks versus Rams. So of course they're just like, nah, we can't, we can't have Brady get spanked like thirty-five to ten. <laughs> so in a playoff game, so I don't see Aaron Rodgers need that type of juice, but nobody likes him. <laughs> yeah, they actually like Brady, so Brady would be like, yo, I need that tuck rule. <laughs> but um. But uh, that nonetheless, it was a good game. I loved the way that it ended, though. Um, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup came up big. Uh, Matthew Stafford did his thing. Um, didn't put the game in harm's way. So I love that. That Bills Chiefs game was just madness. <laughs> it was just a. It was a. It's basically the NBA All Star game. All offense, no defense. I told, I told, uh, well, I told the group chat, I was like, I believe Coach Pace was like, yeah, that, that Bill's defense need to, they need to find their way home. And I was like, no, both defenses do. Like, if I'm, <laughs> I'm like, y'all, what are y'all here for? Y'all just got a free hotel and flight. Y'all just got <laughs> the best seats at the game. And that's it. Cause nobody was playing defense. Gabriel so, Davis in the in the in the end zone wide open four times. Like, come on, man. Just killing them. Just killing them. I'm like, okay, like, all right. And then even the 13 seconds. Yeah. Allen yeah. puts you up with 13 seconds left. You just tackle one. Well, I mean, they had timeouts, but it's like it's 13 seconds. 13 seconds. The Cowboys couldn't even pull that off. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so the Chiefs can get off three plays in 13 seconds, yet Jerry's kids can't get off one in 15. I don't. (laughs) That makes it hurt even worse. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, I felt bad. I felt bad for him. But then also, like, I guess I would say I feel worse for Allen than I do for um, Mahomes because with – Allen did to put them up. I know he probably was just like, you know, I 
it was only a minute and some change left. I couldn't just hold it down. And then I'm just like, oh, 13 seconds left. That's a dub. The dub, yep. And then you hit two of his biggest targets. How y'all feel about the 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 overtime rule or should they change it? This, that, and the third. It's How y'all fine. feel about that? It's fine. Cause all it's gonna be because they keep elevating it. Like I did, I wasn't a fan of the field goal rule. No, I don't think anybody really was. So when they added the touchdown thing, I was just like, okay, this makes more sense. And then now people are just this is people just trying to find ways to extend the game because I know offense is so exciting. And then the way the game for it to end like that, it's like when it really should have ended in regulation, thanks to the Bills defense. But it's just like, all right, well, you just got to give this other guy a shot, too. And then I feel like if they keep making these changes, it's just going to turn into like, hey, this is a fifth quarter. Just play. It's like, it's gonna be like college football, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like it's fine. Like, they're, these are professionals. You just have to – there's two sides of the ball. They're here for a reason. You just have to learn how to stop. But everybody knew in this situation it was whoever got the ball first, it was a wrap because nobody's defense was there. So it just happened to to land in the, the Chiefs' favor. So Yeah. Coach, before, before, before you go, Coach Chase, I just got to mention one thing about that. I'm okay with the overtime rule as well. I mean, listen, they marched down the field – like 60 yards in less than a minute. I mean, my goodness. But the funny thing about this is, so y'all y'all know my job. I explained it a few weeks ago. And, you know, we do work with the NFL Players Association all that. So that Monday, I was curious because usually every two years or so, they have like a rules committee that they do with the owners and all that. Mm-hmm. And they propose rules changes. So I was just curious because I looked it up. Because I know the last time they proposed doing that overtime change was in 2018. So in 2018, ironically, the Kansas City Chiefs proposed changing the overtime rules so both teams would at least get a possession. But guess who voted against it? The Buffalo Bills. (laughs) I laughed out loud when I read that. So everybody's talking about overtime rules, but in the end, the Bills basically killed their own fate, right there. <laughs> killed their own fate. Because <laughs> it was after um, when the Chiefs lost to the Patriots. Yeah. Tom Brady, when they did the D Ford offsize joints. Yeah. yeah. So that that offseason, they was like, hey, let's try to change the rule. But then, you know, pretty much most of the teams voted against it, including the Bills. So I found that very funny. So I just thought I'll mention that. Man. It's very ironic. That is ironic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess it's a good thing that you know none of them said like, "Oh, we should have got a possession." I believe they asked Allen about it. He's like, "You know, that's just the rule." Mm-hmm. So, like, if there was somebody in the front office or players on the Bills complaining, I'm like, "All right, y'all, like, <laughs> you just you just can't say nothing right now." But that is funny though. It is. That is funny. Life comes at you fast. Coach Pace, I thought about you a lot during that Rams game. I said, man, the Rams trying to kill you, bro. They're trying to give you a heart attack, man. Man. <laughs> Coach Natty T, Coach Pace was going off in the group chat. <laughs> he was. Listen, I, listen, I was having a heart attack. I was like, what is going on? I was, I, listen, I almost died Sunday. Between that game <laughs> and the Bills, yes. Chiefs game, 
my blood pressure was so high. I was I had to take a shower before I went to bed. I was sweating like it was crazy. Yeah. I had to, man, I just had to, I just had to do an extended prayer for the words used in that group chat. I was just like, what's going on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because I was just chill. I was just I lost about that. three to four years because of that game. <laughs> Almost drove you to cigarettes, man. Which was about to- I, to you. I thought I, I'm pretty sure I lost about three to four years of my life. Easy. Hmm. But for that game, I just knew somebody got paid off. It was either A, they couldn't let Tom Brady go. I like that. Or B, Vegas made a call because I figured they would have lost so much money because it was supposed to be, what, a three, six-point game, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tampa Bay was supposed to win, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Rams blowing them out by double digits. Man, you know what the come up on that game would be and how many people probably bet that game? Oh, my. Vegas would have lost everything. Yeah, I was shocked that they had Rams as the favorite. Or, I mean, the underdog. Yeah. Yeah, so, like. I think, they were mi- yeah, I think the Bucks were minus two and a half, I think. That's what it was. I, listen, at that point, I would have owned something in Vegas as much as they would have lost. So, I'm not really surprised. Uh, Cam makers, I get it, buddy. You was paid. Somebody paid you. Somebody slid you an extra meal, dog. I know some Cooper Cup. They slid him about five hundred thousand. I know. <laughs> he ain't gotta explain nothing to me. I know. And then Tom Brady. I knew something was up because Tom Brady wasn't even mad when he lost. You know, Tom usually pissed. Tom had a straight face. He just, mm. yeah, okay. It's his championship next year. That's what it is. He's about to be like, yeah, you know, I'm not retiring. I'm going to run it back one last year. And then they're like, oh, this is his farewell tour. Even though he said he doesn't want one. Mm -hmm. You know. But, yeah, that took some years off my life. Um, The Chiefs and Bills game was amazing. Um, I mean, honestly, we still forget the rule of principle that defense wins championships. So I have no problems with the with the rule, overtime rule, because I mean, at the end of the day, y'all could have stopped them. That's all it really took. It's one time. Just stop yeah, one. You could have made them kick a field goal, and the way the Chiefs' defense was playing, y'all probably would have scored and won the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah. at the end of the day, that's on the defense. Um, and then I'm more so hurt for Derrick Henry because he came out there with an iron in his foot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scored, yeah, and they still lost. Mm. And the defense played amazing because they had nine sacks. Yeah, but that's not the story of the game. Have y'all seen what Eli Apple has been saying on social media? Nah, nah. What's he talking about? Eli Apple has been talking so crazy since he made (laughs) made the one play. Oh my goodness, (laughs) he was like, he was basically like. It's better to be the villain than the, uh, the hero because I've been holding my tongue for so long. I was like, boy, you done made one play, and now you think you're Superman. I don't <laughs> understand it. But he's been talking so, so crazy. Oh, my goodness, Julio. He was going so crazy on Julio. He was like, where was it? Y'all talking all this trash about Julio, but Julio didn't exist on that third and five play when y'all needed him. He didn't exist all season. 
I was like, you got to be, it's, it's all facts, but yeah, he talks like it's he's coming from you. It's <laughs> be coming from you, buddy. Yeah, like I, he 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 better watch out next season because people be co- gonna come after him next season. He gonna be burnt. He gonna give it the most yards in the NFL next year. Oh my goodness, he would. They was talking, man. When I tell you, he was talking so crazy. I ain't never seen nobody act like that in my life. <laughs> after after just one little you know pass breakup. Yeah. Granted, it saved the game. Yeah. But I just I just couldn't even fathom what he was talking about. I gotta go find the tweets because it was crazy. And yeah. then uh Aaron Rodgers. Where you, I just pulled up Eli Apple. <laughs> On Twitter, he said, New Orleans is the dirtiest, smallest city. It has the worst food ever. It's the swine and cowfish that's killing y'all's brain. Mm-hmm. That was one of his tweets. Yep. Did he used to play like <laughs> this yeah, was five like, days ago. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. Maybe AB gave him confidence. Hey, somebody <laughs> said Jameis Winston was going to be future MVP. He said, not crab legs. Please don't. <laughs> he called him crab leg, bro. He been talking so crazy all week. No, this dude's a hidden gem. I need to, I need to check him out. <laughs> bro, y'all got to go check him out. They was coming after him. He was like, some Saints fan said something. He was like, who y'all, t- who y'all QB? Y'all ain't won nothing since Breeze left. I'm not trying to hear nothing. He said, don't talk to me till y'all find a QB. <laughs> He's not wrong. Right. He's He's, hey, he been talking so crazy. It's hilarious. Um, y'all know I rock with Joe Shiesty. And last but not least, um, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm taking playoff Eli over you in the playoffs. I'm hey man, I'm, playoff, taking playoff, I'm taking playoff Flacco too. I'm about to say I'm taking playoff Flacco. Listen, I might take playoff Sanchez right about now because at least Sanchez know how to win a game. Hey, playoff Foles. That's what I'm about to say. You want, you want to say some playoff Foles in there too? I'm playoff Foles because hey, because even even in his loss when his first go around against Drew Brees. It wasn't his fault why they lost. The defense just couldn't hold Breeze. Bro, you're one in five, one in four in um, NFC title games in the last, like, what, 11 years or something like that? Since you won the Super Bowl and you 0-4 against San Fran? My boy. I'm taking playoff shiesty, too. You're not that good. Period. <laughs> we should just do a whole episode of who we would take over. You're just, <laughs> a regular Joe Schmo. <laughs> What you are. I'm taking. Listen, at this point, I'm taking Stafford off the home run. Hey, I told you I'll take Shicey. I can't see Aaron Rodgers getting hit nine times and still winning the game. I mean, we Aaron saw Rodgers. him get abused against the 49ers, and we saw how that turned out. I say, he listen, but I, 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 it's just unacceptable, bro. It's unacceptable. And in my other group chat, we was talking about it, and they was like, "Well, special teams plays a big part." I'm like, "Listen." Your name is Aaron Rodgers. You've been making all the noise. All, all he's asking you to do is to get a touchdown. That's it. We're not asking you to go, you know, do something out of the ordinary. We're not asking you to throw for 350. You could have threw for 150, 200, one touchdown. And guess what y'all doing? Y'all playing the Rams. Y'all not beating the Rams. They ain't been in Green Bay. It'd have been in Green Bay. Oh, it'd have been in Green Bay. 
you know, they're not, they not beating us regardless. They're not yeah. beating us, but they've been there. You know, Aaron Rodgers is like the he's literally like the polar opposite of AB. They both cause problems, but one of them show up when they need when their name is called, except <laughs> for you know, AB. He calls the he's so much noise, but when he's on the field, he produces. Aaron Rodgers, playoff time. We need you. That boy disappear on you. He lucky Odell. He lucky Odell was dropping in passes and Dez didn't get that catch. We might be having a whole another conversation. I'm saying his his runs, his runs have been kind of skeptical. Like you start to dissect this stuff even more when it just happens repeatedly. And it's just like, okay, is it just reoccurring events or is it just you? Because at this point, it's not a coincidence. It's, it's I you, man. They expect that catch. We might be having a whole nother conversation. So, yeah, we're. I'll go to the grave saying Des caught that ball. Like, I, I'm just going to go to the grave with that. Listen, it, it has nothing to do with me being a Cowboys fan. I legitimately th- think he caught the ball. He did. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought he did, too. No comment. Guess what? Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be where he's at. Man, I'm not – okay, I'm not going to belabor the points that y'all did so we can move on to these. But I will say just a couple comments about each game. So, Bengals game, like, I was, I was hyped. I thought the Texans, the Titans were going to win. I figured that this would be their year that they could probably make a real true run at the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, getting healthy uh, with Henry, Henry back, they have the home field advantage. I'm like, okay, they might, they might make it uh, this year. But I'm just, I'm impressed that Joe Burrow hung onto the football. Like he got sacked nine times and didn't fumble. You know how hard that is. To get hit by 300 pound people, upper 200 pound people, nine times and not give up the ball. That's impressive. Also, somebody need to give McPherson a raise. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and restructure his contract immediately because he scored 13 out of 19 points for the team. Mm-hmm. For the, the, the four field goals and the extra point. That's all McPherson. So, yeah, but happy to see the Bengals move forward. Um, yeah, I, I'm like Aaron Rodgers. It's the fourth quarter. You've only put up 10 points, and Dylan's the one that got the touchdown. So I'm, I'm like that special teams play should not have been that significant in the game, right? Because you should have had more than 10 points by the fourth, by the, by the time that that happened. You had that in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that that's – that was just disappointing. And this year, it was kind of, it seemed like, man, you know, Brady having to go through the Rams. This might be Rogers' year. This might be their year. Like, it was almost handed to him. Like, here, here, just, just, just beat San Francisco. And then you're going to play the, the, your, your NFC championship at home. And you might have, you'll have a better chance beating the Rams and, and Lambeau. So we'll see, you know, it'll be at least you can get to that NFC championship game. Beat the team you said you were going to make regret it. That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. Cause Jimmy G didn't need to throw a touchdown. He didn't do nothing himself. Like, he, I mean, he made the throws when he needed to. I give him credit, especially on that last drive. He made the throws. 
Debo, wide receiver playing running back, got that seven yards on that critical down, you know, third down. So I'm like, hey, they did what they needed to do. Um, Shout out porn star Jimmy, man. Yeah, man. For doing what Aaron. Uh, is Jimmy G string like was was it that Natty Natty T's name for him? Yeah, I call him Jimmy G string. Yeah, but I I no shame in his game, man. He, but know. when Jay, <laughs> when Coach JP three told me that, I was in tears. I was like, he did not just call him that. I'll be the pace of the text that you sent us. I was like, look at this dude, Natty. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like Sunday. I'm with you, Coach Natty T. Like, I almost didn't make it through Sunday. Like, I almost died. Like, there would have been one, le- one, two less coaches on this show. Like, for real, for real. Like, I, it was so bad that I took half a Monday off. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show up after lunch. <laughs> I, went, I went and got a Long Island Sunday night. After, <laughs> listen, after first game. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I had to go get one. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I, I, I kid you not. I'm with y'all. Like, I felt like I was watching a movie. Like, I really felt like I was watching a movie. Like, stuff doesn't happen in real life like that. And I'm like, is this the is this the Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl all over again? Is that what we're doing? Like, it was, it was outrageous enough that it happened once to someone. And then for Brady to be part of two of that happening twice, I'm like, there's no way. I was like, either this is scripted or Brady is the luckiest person I have ever seen in my entire life. And... I mean, I'd have got rid of Cam Akers after the game. I'd have been like, you're going to fly to L.A. by yourself. And you're going to you're not going to have a team. You're not going to don't even bother coming in Monday morning. James, like, he's not on the team. <laughs> we picked up Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> we picked up Marshawn. <laughs> I, yes. Please get Marshawn Lynch because Marshawn Lynch would not have, would, would have held on to the ball. OK, so that that was that I just. It was just ridiculous. They hiked the ball over Stafford's head after Von Miller does an amazing play to get the Rams the ball. I'm like, ah, this is where they take they take charge of the game. Hike it over Stafford's head. The very next play, I'm like, this is, yeah, never seen anything like it in my life. Cooper Cup hasn't fumbled all year. He fumbles, all kinds of stuff. Playoff Lenny, you know, goes pretty much untouched into the end zone. Or that last one, I'm like, I can't, I can't go through this again. I can't, I can't. I think they were doing, they were writing the script and then they were just like, wait, this movie sounds familiar. I think we wrote this before. Before. (laughs) They'll never believe it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think this was just the alternate ending that they did. It's like, yeah, this, let's have him lose this time. Yeah. Man, it was, it was nuts. But yeah, I, because if Akers gets that touchdown before the half, like that completely changes the game because he fumbled on the one yard line. So that, that completely, you know, they had had like 31 points in the first half. And I've never seen Brady like look like, man, I'm really about to lose this. <laughs> like, like he was getting there. He was getting there because he doesn't usually complain a lot, but they were, they were all over Brady. The Rams defense was all over Brady. And he's like, I can't breathe back here. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, James. I knew it was over when Levante Davis slammed his helmet. I said, we got him slamming helmets already. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's a, it's a wrap. And yes. Ty with the busted lip cry. Yeah. Yeah. He went over to the ref, like, look at the ball. I'm like, oh, I was like, okay. They got Tom a little out of character. I was like, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, and this is the thing. And I hate that 
people talked about how valiant Tom Brady was in this game. Like, he cost his team points on that drive through that penalty. Sue did it again, like, on a different play. But Tom Brady cost his, his team points. Hey, and I'm in the one. game that was one score, that's significant now. I love I love the I'm not gonna lie, I love the Detroit beef though. Sue wanted Brad, I mean wanted Stafford so bad. It was funny to me. Yeah. Like, about to step on your foot like he did, Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that game. I was just relieved that the Rams won. So that's what I wanted to see. I, I, I knew that that means Coach Pace would live to see another day, you know. So like it, it all worked out. It all worked out. Uh the Chiefs Bill. So I I had a speaking engagement during part of that game. So I didn't get to see the first three and a half quarter, like three quarters. So I saw like the end of the third moving forward. And I'm like, okay, it's a close game. I'm like, I I was impressed. I agree. I was impressed with, with Josh Allen because it's like the moment didn't phase him, which, which, which I, I definitely give him credit for because he's like, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and push the ball down the field. The horrid defense that was that was played in that game. But I, I did feel bad for him because I'm like, yo, if I was him, I'd be thinking, how many times do I have to win this game? Like, how many times do I have? Because he literally would get the ball, boom, 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 touchdown. They scored to get the ball back, boom, 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 touchdown. How many times do I have to win this game? And for that to be a number one ranked defense, like, that, that, that was – Passing defense. Passing defense. Passing defense. You couldn't stop nothing. I don't even have nothing clever. The the moment I want to highlight, and I put this in in one of the group chats, that Tyreek Hill touchdown, you notice there were four Bills in front of him? If you watch that play carefully, there are four people in front of him. And then when he goes to throw up the peace sign, there's still two people in front of him. And he chucks the deuce. Now, a lot of people made a big deal about it because that's technically taunting and they didn't call it. If they called that, it would have been BS. <laughs> I would be pissed. I'm like, are y'all really about to do this? Because they created that because of he, him yeah. doing that before. They're going to yeah. find him for it, for sure. Like, yeah, for like if sure. they called it during a game like that, it's like, all right. Like, if it happened in the first quarter, so on and so forth, I'm like... The game is pretty like you you can't throw a flag there. No, no, but that's just I mean that this show his speed is unreal. Like the fact that you have four defenders in front of in front of him and he still outruns all of them and has the confidence to know that there's still two of you in front of me, but I'm going to outrun you to the end zone still and just goes about his way touchdown. So, but yeah, phenomenal weekend. Oh, uh, you, you know what else they don't talk about enough? Hmm. During that game, it, did y'all know that that Pat Mahomes is a cold blooded killer? Yeah, I mean they they uh do y- are y'all familiar with the the company Whoop? It's, it's basically like a Fitbit, uh, but it like tracks your heart rate, your body strength, so on and so forth. And he was wearing his, and then they did they showed his numbers, and his heart rate went down the lowest all game during his last drive oh wow that's amazing that is cold-blooded yeah i was like so you're telling me this is end all be all right here and you 
the lowest it's been all game is at that point in time. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. That is nuts. And if your defense can't hold somebody out of the out of the end zone in 13 seconds, yeah, you don't need to you don't need to be in the league anymore. Well, yeah, I guess that's good. Here's a thing. I just scored on them in 13 seconds. I can I can do it again. I can do it. <laughs> I could do it again. Like you want to give a quarterback confidence, let him score in 13 seconds. <laughs> like that's yeah. but anyway, so we're gonna move forward to the conference championships. Speaking of the Chiefs, we'll go ahead and begin right there. That's the first one. Um Bengals at Chiefs. Who do y'all got and why? Whoever wants to go have at it. I'm riding with the Joe Shiesty train. Or the, what? The train. I'm going with the Bengals, man. I'm rolling with Cincy Hootay Nation. Here we come. <laughs> you know <laughs> I me? Mean? I, I just, like I, I mentioned before, I, I believe the, the type of swagger that Joe Burrow brings to this team, it it's, has this crazy trickle-down effect. And I would love to say the same about Pat Mahomes, but I think it's more so of an offensive thing than anything else. Like, Shiesties is defense and special teams like everybody just walk around exuding confidence and I feel like the Bills defense got was more so exposed and I can't see the Bengals defense make like they are a hit or miss defense but I I can't see them putting up that many points and in the way they did it like you're not scoring in 13 seconds against them plus I'm just also I feel like that game was just so mentally taxing to to be in that even though like he was you know on chill I feel like that the defense is going to try to press the issue which is going to cause them to make more mistakes and we've seen you know Joe Burrow operate in a in a clean pocket and we saw him get beat up and we saw him win in, in both. So I just, I feel like this is going to be one of those, those runs that come ever so often, you know, kind of like a giants run with Eli. So um, I'm taking, I'm taking the Bengals. All right. Who up, who's up next? 33. Uh, I got the chiefs. Um, as much as I would love to pick the Bengals, like I got the Chiefs. I think because um, when I think about when they played the last time and kind of you know looking at the game, Bengals played perfect that game. I mean, Jamar Chase set record. Yeah, he did set record. That was that was nuts. That was bananas. That game. Chase was on one. For real, for real. I mean, Joe Burrow put up 400, kind of like somewhat of a controversial card. And the Chiefs did not play well that game at all. Um, I worry about the Chiefs' defense, but I think a big part of why Josh – we're not – well, I'm not going to downplay Josh Allen. I think Tom Ron Matthew being out early in that game was huge. Because not to say that their defense would be – you know, this top-ranked defense. But you can clearly see on one of those plays, the communic- you know, there was a communication that was off. The, he's, he's really the quarterback of their defense. So um, I do think Joe Burrow 
is going to be able to put up points. I do think Patrick Mahomes is still going to be able to pull up points because that's just what he does. He's only thrown one interception his whole career so far at home in the playoffs. I don't see that changing. Um, And I think kind of tying it back in with Tyron Matthew, I think he's going to be the key in the game because I think he'll be able to kind of orchestrate at least one clutch stop or make enough stops to where it makes the difference for for Kansas City. Because, again, I I think – Patrick Mahomes, their their offense, I don't know if they'll score as much as they did, you know, against the Bills, but I do see, you know, 34, 35 points from them easy. Um, and again, I, I think Tyron Matthew is really the difference. He can make one, one clutch play that will tip it in Kansas City's favor. So that's why I'm taking Kansas City. How about you, Coach Pace? Um, I got I'm split, but I'm gonna just go with the Chiefs only because Eli Apple is gonna cost him the game. <laughs> Listen, you can only cover for a band for so long, and I feel like they're gonna specifically pick on him because he's not good. (laughs) He's just not good. I'm sorry, but like he's going to have one-on-one matchups with somebody. And you know what? I'm going to take Nico Hardman over Eli Apple any day of the week. (laughs) Okay. They might leave him out on the island a couple times, and I'm going to take Miko Harmon or Byron Pringle. They're not going to leave Tyreek over there. I'm going to just, I'm gonna, they might as well just put uh, Bates over there and just stick him over top. So I'm, I'm just going to take them. And then uh, I just think Pat Mahomes just going to get the job done, man. And then is Honey Badger playing this weekend? He is for sure. They said he's questionable. I'm like, but he he's playing, man. There's no way. There's no way he's not playing this I'm game. I'm about to say, if he's not playing, that changes the whole dynamics of the game. But if he's playing, well, I mean, they'll be fine. And, I mean, we all forget that Joe was sacked like nine times. Like, I mean, Chiefs pass rush isn't the, isn't the greatest, but they're really not that bad. They're very underrated, so – no. And I mean Cincinnati can't clearly block anybody. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I got it maybe six six point game. Okay. Okay. I I never thought in a million years I would be asked who would win between the Bengals and the Chiefs. <laughs> right? And 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 not have a very clear answer. <laughs> like for like if you asked me a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, why is this a conversation? Uh, but one of the things that sticks out to me, I think in a in a competitive person's mindset, like Patrick Mahomes, he's saying, they got me last time, and I get me again. And because he you saw that 
last week. We saw that with the Bills. He's like, I'm not losing to them again. It's not happening. Whatever I got to do to get us this game, because the defense wasn't helping them. So it's like, whatever I have to do, if I have to win this game, orchestrating the offense myself, then that's what, that's what I'm going to do. So because he lost last time to them, I think he's going to do it again and make sure that he doesn't lose in this time. Um, I agree with the Tyron Matthew stuff. Um, he is that big difference maker because he always, always, Tyron Matthew, you, may, you look at his stat sheet and maybe a, a lot of the things don't jump off, you know, off the stat sheet sometimes. But if you look at what he does when it counts, he always does something. He always makes a play. He, he's either the guy that makes the tackle, the guy that deflects the pass, gets the interception, you know, rushes the quarterback, makes him get rid of the ball too soon, you know, forces him to make a bad pass. He's the disruptor. And he allows everyone else to be able to do their jobs and not have to think too much. See, when people, key people are out, especially people that are coordinating that side of the ball, now everybody has to think more than they usually do. Uh, so I think they'll be fine with him back there. The one variable that I'm worried about for the Chiefs defense is not just the pass, but it's, it's can they stop Joe Mixon? Because for someone who, who is good at running and, and receiving the ball, I think that's, that's why I'm picking this to be a high-scoring game because I think he's going to get at least one touchdown, Joe Mixon himself. Um, I have 38-35 Chiefs only because I believe in Mahomes that much, and especially because what happened in week 17. Um, I, my heart is with the Bengals. It would be awesome to see the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. My mom is a Bengals fan. She's going to be too nervous to watch the game this weekend, definitely. But we watched the game together last week, and she was like, wow, you know, it's been since the 80s since they were in the, in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. Um, but, yeah, it would be dope to see them. I just don't think it's going to happen. But a heck of a run regardless for them. Either way, man, Bengals, man, they they won, period. Yes. Even if they lose Sunday, yeah, they, they, they won for them. sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah they're they're doing big things. So yeah, like, literally, literally all all they need is a line and then to tighten up the defense. But you line is number one priority. But y'all literally have everything else. Everybody's young. Yep. Um, your coach is working. Sure. Like y'all y'all are in an ideal situation. Like that was a hell of a rebuild. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that and that goes to show you what happens when you get the two pillars right. You get the coach right, and you get the quarterback right. You get those people working together. Usually, there's some success to follow that because everything else you can just kind of like you can you can fit in. You know, there was already talent there before mm. Burrow was drafted. You know, so they didn't they didn't have to start from scratch. But yeah, so it's they're playing with house money. I, I think the saying is you know, but yeah, they're I'm I'm just I'm happy for them, man. It's nice to see them succeed. Uh, Moving on to the next game, Coach Pace, you know you got to start us off in this. 49ers in SoFi with the Rams. According to reports, there's going to be more 49ers fans there than Rams fans. But is it going to is it going to make a difference or not? What do you think? 
No, it's not because we went in by uh, 60, 10 points. You want to know why? We're not losing to them three times in a row. Because <laughs> if I we do, so. I will be seeing. Yep, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll probably catch a charge because I'll be <laughs> I'll be somewhere in the vicinity of McVay waiting to sniff. Stop it. Hey, if they I mean, if they blow I'm this, not, they're not they're not blowing it either. If they're they blow this, I have to bail. Keep you a Jimmy G string jersey. <laughs> Listen, it's not going to be because of Jimmy G. That's the I don't. I don't, I don't care. We're going to lose because of Debo. <laughs> if anything, we're going to lose because of Debo. I know, but you would actually like that jersey, so that's why we'll have to send you a Jimmy what, G. Jimmy but this might be going on sale soon because if they lose, he's out of there. He's so I, he, I can get you a jersey for sale. It probably cost me like $60, $40. Listen, we're not losing. I ain't got to worry about that. I'm very confident this weekend. I was not. I was confident last weekend because of injuries. I'm confident this weekend because we're hot. And they're not beating us three times in a year. All right. Now, like I said, y'all will see me on the next episode. First forty-eight, and Sean McVay, <laughs> Sean, ooh, Sean McVay botches this. I'm telling you now. Well, we'll see. Uh, I got the Rams too. They're just, even though that they lost twice, they're the better team. Obviously, better quarterback, better receiving core, better defense. Um, the only advantage. You know, the 49ers really have is coaching. I would, I believe Kyle Shanahan is a, a better coach than Sean McVay, especially that he has his father in his ear, who also was a successful coach in the league um, with the Broncos. So I, I think it's going to be a lot closer. I, I want to say it'd be a blowout for the rounds. Because they're going to have something to prove, as in, one, we're at the doorstep of the Super Bowl, and we don't have to go anywhere. And, two, it's we lost twice. I don't think Aaron Donald – I mean, he, he said that, you know, this is – I mean, we wouldn't want it any other way, pretty much. It's like this team isn't better than us. You know, anybody can lose any given Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever. Um, but I, I don't I really don't think there's too much detail to to really run in this game. It's pretty much a David versus Goliath game to me, which is ironic to say since the Rams already lost to him twice. But I'm gonna take the Rams um like 30 to 16. Y'all gonna kill me. Don't do this. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not, but uh, he's about to catch a case. (laughs) I'm rooting for the Rams. I want the Rams to win, but You want to know why it froze on him? Because he was about to say some boo. He was about to say some boo. I knew it froze camera up. Froze up. He's like, hey, I'm going to hate you. Oh, my camera froze? Oh. Yep. Because he was about to say some boo. Okay. 
Now, it wouldn't give you a second to rethink what you no. about to say. No, nah, again, I'm rooting for the Rams. He's about to go skip Davis on this. Also, and I want the Rams to win. No, 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 no. I just think it's a bad matchup because the ironic thing about the whole NFC playoffs this year is you had the Rams, you had the Bucks, you had Jerry's kids, you had the Packers. And Really, the two other teams. Whoa, that whoa, 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 the whoa! Most... Wait, you're you're forgetting the team. Wait, no, yeah. Oh, and the Cardinals, the Cardinals as well. Cardinals. No, as well. no, no, no. Oh my god, really? The really? Philly boys, Natty T. Come on. No, you didn't. You didn't let me finish. No, you didn't even let me finish. I'm saying that group of teams very similar because they're kind of more less more finesse and less power but the two power teams were the eagles and the 49ers and the 49ers and the rams that's what they give the rams issues all their losses the the, the teams that, that the rams have lost to 49ers they lost to the titans those are power football teams man and besides Aaron Donald, I think the Rams' defense is more of a, like a speed defense, more so than built to really stop the run. So I think that's why the 49ers give them so much trouble. I that's think, what's wrong with the 49ers. I think they're, they're going to make it a, a pair, which is going to be hard to do. I want to say, like, they want to sell out on the run and just be like, hey, Ramsey – do your thing, but like Kyle Shanahan, he's so creative with his run play calling that you really yeah. don't know what to expect. Yeah. So, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. And then the other thing, too, Kyle Shanahan has beaten Sean McVay six straight times. It's not just three, it's six. So part of me thinks, well, the law of averages, the Rams got to win once. At some point, but then a part of me thinks, but damn, six times. <laughs> it's the bad <laughs> Hey, we said the same thing about uh, Ohio State. They're gonna have to win eventually. True, true. So I'm just, I just picked the 49ers because I, I just, I just think it's a bad matchup for the Rams. Not that they're the Rams are the better team, but you know, styles make fights, and. I just think they they whatever not whatever but the sh- the Shanahan scheme and just the makeup of their football team just gives the Rams trouble. I just know that the the Rams better find a way to take the ball first and score. You got to put the pressure on them real quick. Yep. Like cuz you're you're an air attack team. So it's like you put the points up, it, you're going to force Jimmy G to beat you. You can't allow them to utilize the run game like they really want to. So. Yeah. And then I think also, it, it, I think it's going to come down to McVay, Shanahan, because even in the, the last time they played, I mean, they were up. Rams were up. And then McVay got pretty conservative. So, man, I don't know. 
do y'all do y'all think that uh well I guess this is more so for you, Coach Base. If y'all happen to lose this game, because I I mean I agree with Natty T that it's gonna turn out to be like a if y'all do lose, it will be a coaching thing more so than a player's thing. Do you think Sean McVay will be the next one out the door? I want him out. Because <laughs> if you can't, if you can't, get, if you constantly lose to the 49ers and everybody knows that the, this team is solidified, like y'all went all in on Stafford because it was clearly y'all are a quarterback away, easy, mm-hmm. and you got your quarterback. He's been proving himself. If he beats Brady, and then you know he. It's the 49ers. Like, it's pretty much the same thing with out. Green Bay. So, <laughs> I want him out. Aaron Rodgers, Sean McVay, go to Hawaii or something. I want him out. Because <laughs> that would be two Super Bowl. That would be two times. Super Bowl, he forgot how to coach. He got. He forgot how to coach in the Super Bowl. We ain't, but do you put that on him or do you put that on golf? I put it on him. No, I put it on him. Listen, because he's the boy wonder. Yeah, all the answers up until the Super Bowl. Then he, we got away from what we normally do. What? Oh, you know what? You know, I do put that on him because that's when they were hoeing Ty Gurley, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, he only had like, I don't think he had like 10 carries. They didn't really play him at all. He had like no more. Like, he I know he was battling the injury, but I know he was trying to get in there. Like, you got to have him there for a threat. But that's. And that y'all's conversation, that's that's the only reason why I'm going with the 49ers because it's not because of Jimmy okay. G string. Obviously, Matt Stafford is, is head and shoulders above above him, and they have the better roster from top to down. But yeah, for some that's reason, it, it just I want him out. Because again, like you said, he does he plays well against everybody else. And then went to the Super Bowl, Bill Belichick just straight up out schemed him. And then every time they played the 49ers since he's gotten to the Rams, he's lost to Kyle Shanahan. Because listen, it's not because it is we're speed defense, but guess what? We we can beat power teams. We've beaten power teams. Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to hear the excuse. Well, <laughs> they they uh well it's it's a met nah, bro. Drop your nuts, figure it out an answer to the riddle. You got every other answer to the 31 teams. Figure it out. I don't want to hear all that. Nah, I ain't nah. got time. I, nah, I, I, that, I, that's, that's fair. What that's we pay fair. you for? To figure yeah. out answers to problems. Guess what? You got a problem. Figure out the answer. I ain't trying to hear all of that. You can, Hey, next bus to Alaska or something. I'm not trying to hear all that. Do y'all think it'll be a this year thing, though? Like, if it, I, it'll I, be, obviously, it depends on how he's going to be Monday. Theory. I, I think it. I think what you just. I think it depends on how. Like if if the 49ers just run all over the Rams and it's kind of, and it's an embarrassing loss, then those questions are going to come up. But mm-hmm. if it's if it's a close close game, I mean, listen, they got back to the NFC Championship game, and you know, I would even though it would be disappointing for obviously being a Rams fan. But listen, your first year with Matthew Stafford, learn a new system. They go to the NFC Championship game. I mean, that's 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 something you can build on. No, you gotta make you gotta it. Maybe makes a few more tweaks. I need no, you, you in the Super Bowl. Super you wanna Bowl. know why? Because we made the tweaks last year. 
Yeah, like that's what we made the tweaks last year. You were literally a quarterback away, and you got that quarterback. It, it's Super Bowl or bust. Like, I, if he makes it to the Super Bowl, it, to me, it depends on how he lose to call for his job. Like, if it's just the, and it depends on who's he, who he faced. Like, if it's Rams versus Bengals. And you lose to the Bengals, okay. Now there's a discussion we have to no, have. There's a job. But if you lose to the, there's an open, there's an open seat. The but league. if you lose to the, okay, I agree. But if you lose to the Chiefs, then it's just like, I mean, no shame. Mahomes is better no shame. Than, no shame. than Stafford by far. But like, you cannot lose here because the oh, Cowboys can lose here. And you cannot lose to the Bengals if the Bengals happen to make it. He listen. All I'm gonna say is he better be praying. He better he better be up right now. What time is it? Eight oh six. Well, it was seven oh six their time. Listen, eight oh six for me. It's eight. It's seven oh six day time. Yep, he yep. better be up in his office yep. right now. He don't need a wife. What do you need a wife for? She ain't got the answers. <laughs> you don't know that. Maybe she, she the game. He could be smarter than he is. Man, listen, if she is, we're going to find out because he ain't going to have a head coaching spot. I'm going to need her. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, somebody's got to go. And it ain't going to be me. (laughs) We'll see. I'm rooting for the Rams, though, because I would love to see the rematch of that Monday night football game between Kansas City and the Rams. That would be – it should even be better because, obviously, Matt Stafford's better than Derek Goff, so – that would be that was fire. probably the best game in the last 10 years. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I would love to see that in the Super Bowl. So I'm rooting for the Rams. But it's gonna be Joe Shiesty. So <laughs> it's gonna be the Joe Shiesty about to have, we about to cause a murder scene on him. Bro, Joe <laughs> call a hit on Joe Shiesty. <laughs> what? Y'all saw what time what happened to Tom? <laughs> Hey, Joe gonna be getting up, but Joe ain't gonna be wanting to get up. Yeah, that that is gonna be scary though. Like rounds, like for how bad their line is to go against Aaron Donald and Von Miller and them. Like he's really gonna be. He gonna be running. You really have to roll out every every play. Like you you can't sit in the pocket. Yeah, you gonna be (laughs) a shotgun roll out. (laughs) Yeah, like you just gotta get it and peel and look. Like and then and then you're gonna have Jamar against Ramsey, even though Ramsey ain't show up against the Bucks because Mike Evans gave him that. Oh, word. he got paid off. No, he got paid off, bro. Oh no, he no, 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 no. Mike, e- give Mike Evans his respect. He gave him that work. That was bad. That was I mean, bad. that was lazy defense. That was lazy defense. I'm telling that, y'all, somebody Mike Evans put that thing on him. Somebody got paid off. <laughs> yeah, Cam Akers. <laughs> I think Jalen. I think Jalen got paid on that play too, though. No, that was so lazy. I'm sitting here like, huh? You never see Jalen Ramsey do that. On never. a straight go ball. Yeah. Uh, Evans didn't even have to make a move. Like, he just he didn't make a move. He just <laughs> hey, bye. Man, all right. I'm gonna quickly go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams here for a couple reasons. Um, yeah, I think I think they're due for the dub. Um, what happened last week, as crazy as it may sound, it may benefit them this week. Because when you almost blow a lead like that, that changes the way you practice throughout the week. Because now you're like, 
we didn't do fundamental stuff correctly. Ramsey got burned. He hiked the ball over Stafford's head. Anchors can't hold on to the ball. Cup can't hold on to the ball. All these things. I think they take their week of practice more seriously than they, even more seriously than they would have gone before. And they're like, hey, we can't let this happen again. I think they're going to go out with something to prove. And, be, you know, so you're going against a team that you haven't beaten and you came off a week where you almost blew the game doing stupid stuff, not taking care of the football, blowing coverages. I, I think they, they wrap it tight together. They're going to come out with a win. Plus, I need <laughs> – I don't want to have to bail out Coach Pace on Monday morning, man. I need, I need, I need you to keep Coach Pace out of jail, please, Rams. Just win the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, do we got a coach's box budget for that? <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to do a GoFundMe. <laughs> Something. Well, hopefully, you're a likable guy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's gonna be okay. I think Rams are gonna take this. Rams are gonna take this. All right, well, that's it for us. Another episode of the Coach's Box. Cannot wait for these championship games. And we're going to be right here to talk about the championship games and the Super Bowl matchup that lies ahead of us. Um, And as soon as the All-Star Reserves are released, I assume that might be next week, then we'll talk about that as well. Thanks for hanging out with us. Another episode of the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, on behalf of Coach Natty T, Coach Pace, and Coach Murph. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Peace, y'all.